CP, what up, big sexy? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm good, man. Look at you looking all slim. Check you out, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. I lost a couple pounds, man. I've been running. You know how it goes. Yes, sir. You've been on the MCT oil too? I've been on it. Man, I took some this morning. I shit like three times, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro, yeah. That stuff makes it go right through you. It's dangerous, man. It's dangerous. And I see you with the fresh haircut, man. You look like Robin Thicke. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just trying to be cool like Robin Thicke. <laughs> I see you, man. I respect it. At least you got hair, man. Mine's done. You know what I'm saying? So, Hey, man, you got the beard, though. You got the, the bald and then the beard look. So, Right. I got to do something, man. I got to make something work. You know. <laughs> All right. What's going on, everybody? This is Taj Deshaun. Today, I'm joined by former Boise State tight end, my main man. Connor Peters. What's up, everybody? Oh, man, it's going good, man. It's, um, you know, things are kicking along. It's been a long time coming and been working with you. So um, I'm just glad to, you know, be here. I want to share kind of what, we, what we've been working on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll get right into it. I, I could get to talking and then next thing you know, 15 minutes went by and you haven't even had a chance to share your story yet, man. So <laughs> I'll go ahead and let you share. I just want to start out just by asking, because this is going to be so helpful to anybody who's going through it right now. Just what was life like for you after football was over and you got your feet wet and just went into the workforce? What was that like? Um, it was it was I didn't really know how to identify it at the time, to be honest. I was just kind of doing what I thought or what I knew, what you're, you know, what you're supposed to do. You, you know, football ends and you got to go. And now it's time to like transition into, OK, get a job mode. Um, and it just had all these feelings that I didn't really identify with or didn't really, you know, give attention and just kept, you know, putting my head down and working, which um, eventually built up and uh, I was able to, it just, it doesn't work that way. I mean, coming, coming out of football, just after sports, I took it as like, damn, man, like this was like a failure. Um, this isn't where I wanted to be, you know, I, I, there was injuries and stuff that, you know, led me to, you know, football stopping. I had a couple workouts with the Raiders and Niners, but just with the injuries and everything, um, it just, I wasn't where I need to be to take that next step into the NFL. And um, I just, it just felt like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm failing by going into the workforce now. Um, so now I just have to, you know, just do whatever, do whatever, whatever it is out there. It just, I'm not really going to like what I have to do. I'm not going to, I don't really need to enjoy what it is just because like in my mind, I had already failed by not reaching my goals in sports. So I was just going through like work, just thinking, you know, this sucks, but this is just the way it is, which uh, it's not, that's not how it is. I mean, you, you can find something that you could go, you go to work and come home fulfilled and whatnot. You know, that's not, that's not the outcome after sports. It's so deep what you said about how, well, I already failed, so it doesn't really matter now. You know, what I do post sports is like, and, and most of us have grown up, you know, seeing our parents' generation or, you know, just most of the world, honestly, just doing something for, you know, I need a paycheck and it sucks, but hey, this is kind of what I got to do. And we don't ever really stop to consider what it is that we can do that is actually going to bring us some level of fulfillment, you know? Just like what you said, like, it's just kind of like the mentality of like, you know, just buckle up and do what you got to do and earn your paycheck. And if it sucks, it sucks. But you're a man or you're a good person because, you know, you got that paycheck and you suffered. And that's not really what some dude's like revving up his motorcycle. <laughs> it's all good, man. You okay, have earbuds? Cool. 
that you can no. plug in? Okay, it's fine. It's not that bad. I think it. Let me let me go close the window real quick. Okay. Kind of left my spot, but yeah. So at the same time, too, I had just had a kid too, so it was more than just uh, just jumping into the work world. It was all of a sudden, you know, you stopped from I stopped from being an athlete, and things didn't happen the way I wanted to, and I failed. So now I was like, you got to get a job, but now and you got to, you know, you know, this you got you got a degree, you got to do all these things, and you have to be a dad too. So um, it was just a lot of uh, I had to be a lot of things that I didn't know how to. Um, Right. And, and, and in that, it's just, uh, it was an experience, man. It was an experience. Yeah, I remember our first phone call, man. It was like, there was just so much going on, you know, like, and I understand you said it perfectly. It's like, you had to be a lot of things that you didn't know how to be. And everything was happening all at once, which is like overwhelming. You know, it's most of us come out, we're just trying to figure out what we're going to do with our life, but let alone having a mouth to feed and a human life to care for. Like, that's a big deal, man. Which which is why I have so much respect for you because everything that you do, you're doing it with your son in mind. You know, like I don't have I don't have kids yet. So like it's a big deal. And I, I tip my hat to you for everything that you're doing currently to be able to make sure that you're creating a life for him, not just for yourself, but for your son also. That's huge, man. Thank you. Um, what do you think aside from fear of or not, I don't want to say fear of failure, but just feeling like a failure. You know, what are some of the other things that you had to overcome within yourself during the past couple of months? There was a lot of anger that I didn't realize um, of just not being able to do what I wanted to do, feeling like I was stuck in this situation of just working this job that like, this is what it's going to be. Um, because probably, I mean, that was the happiest point in my life. That was like the best feelings of my life is when I was going to going to football and I got to be around these people that were all like-minded and, you know, they love what they did and everyone's dialed in and like everybody's on the same, has the same or even more um, level of ambition as I did. Um, and it was just within going, within going to work and, you know, having that level of like, okay, like let's all get it, but it's not the same to match. It was, it was weird. So, um, I realized like there was a lot of anger. I was mad that I was in this position of, you know, okay, like I'm, I'm working at this recruiter job and like, I'm trying to be like all about it. And then like, you know, Joe Blow over here, he's just like messing around like on Instagram, you know, laughing and stuff and like, yeah, that's cool. But like, you know, we're supposed to be working right now and that might be a little intense, but that's how I am. Um, and that's what I'm used to. So there was a lot of anger. Um, there was a lot of frustration. There was some resentment in, you know, kind of my decision of that, like, man, I kind of feel like I'm stuck in this position um, because, I mean, because I have no option because I have to, I can't do football anymore and I don't have, you know, training and all that. Um, just for my situation would have been like not bringing in a check and I have another mouth to feed. So that kind of like, kind of brought in some, some, you know, stress of maybe, you know, I have a kid and that's another reason why I can't do sports. And there was just, there was just a lot of anger built up. Um, in you know, kind of facing that and dealing with that and kind of channeling it, man. That's that's what I realized was my biggest thing that was holding me back from just being happy. Right, like um, and we talked about that because there was a lot of anger that you had within yourself, basically like resentment towards yourself. Right? Does that sound about right? 
yeah, feeling like I made the wrong decisions that led me here. And now I'm just fucked. That's what I felt like. Right, right. And that's a compounding effect because it's like, not only do I feel like a failure, but I feel like I put myself, it wasn't like you had some, I mean, I know you had injuries and all that, but it was like, you felt like you made life decisions um, yeah. that put you in a position, even as far as choosing your job. And that's that's a lot to deal with. And one of the things that I constantly talk about, one of the things that you and I talked about was separating what happened from the story. You know what I mean? Because we all go yeah. through lives, man. We're, we're all just um, we're all just basically a combination of all the stories we've created for ourselves throughout life. You know, we're both you and I are sitting here, both grown men, but we're both adult babies. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> our lives were shaped in childhood. So it's like you had certain things that happened like, OK, I had a son. Right. But the story you created around it was that prevented me from, you know, going to the next level. It. Mm -hmm. It prevents me from doing a lot of things in life when in reality, what happened was you had a son and there's just a bunch of stories that you created around it. And mm -hmm. so one of the things that you did a great job of through our conversations was shifting the narrative and looking at, okay, now I have a son. This is like a good thing. This as a young man gives me an advantage over a lot of other people who are just kind of focused on themselves where like you have a lot of responsibility on your plate, which pushes you to be able to make things happen. You don't have time to sit around and like you said, just be scrolling through Instagram. Like you got things to do and, and you know, you have a life, a life to impact. So um, really quick, one more thing that you were talking about just a minute ago, you were talking about um, intensity, right? You were like, yeah. I would get there and like, maybe I'm intense. And I know you and I have had these conversations, but one thing I really try to get athletes or, you know, retired athletes, former student athletes to understand is when you go into most places, you are going to be the most intense person there because we come from that intense environment. That's what we're used to. Yeah. Um, and we're used to having the people around us who push us and motivate us to be able to to achieve that goal. So it can like really take the, the wind out of your sails when you get somewhere and all these people, yeah. they're not, you know what I mean? Like the, and you, yeah. you almost feel weird. Like maybe I need to dial it down. Yeah. And you felt that too? You felt like you needed to dial it down at times? Yeah, I just felt like that. Well, at first I was just like, I mean, like, 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 I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it at first, but it, that's what it turned down to. Like over, over a period of time, it was like, man, maybe I just need to chill out. Maybe I just need to chill out. Um, and that kind of took away from my personality because I wasn't doing it in like a bad way. Um, and it, it did. It took away from my personality. It took away from, you know, the feeling that I want to get, like when I'm going into something like, I feel I'm going to feel good about something because I'm going into it and I know I'm going to give it my all. But then like, you know, dumbing it down for people to just kind of like fit in or whatever it is. So it's like weird. Um, that was that was kind of a sign to me where I was like, I'm in the wrong thing. If I can't be all I want to be or like express like my full ambition, then maybe I'm just in the wrong profession. And this is something that you and I discuss heavily is not trying to find like somewhere where your intensity can fit in, but taking your intensity and applying it to whatever it is you're choo choosing to pursue, just like you did with football, you know? Yeah. Um, was there anything that was kind of like preventing you from just making the leap or? Um, I mean, just kind of, I think I was kind of limiting myself, to be honest. I was in this job and I was getting a paycheck and it was a cool paycheck. And, you know, I'm going to do it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to save up. I was telling myself I'm going to save up enough money to make this career change. But I didn't really like look into it that much. And, um, but it was 
it was me limiting myself and then me at the same time like once once like it took for me to be like all right well the time is now like what what have i been waiting for like if i really want to make it happen you know all these like bills and whatnot like i'll go out there and find odd jobs i'll go like do what i need to do but just putting myself in the situation where like this is what i'm going to do right now all right make figure it out figure all the other things out but this is what i'm going to do that um that got me on track would you say that officially you are officially out of the other side of the transition like you've navigated your transition out of sports successfully i'd say yeah i'd say it's been successfully it's something that i mean those little tools that you told me about i think about those every day man those like those seriously help like the watchtower and like the, the morning routines and like with the those i wouldn't say successfully like i got it down i mean there's like things that you still gotta like keep in mind and like it's just maintenance it's just maintenance until I mean, until I don't even know what until, but um, out of like, yeah, I feel a lot better, man. After our talks, I'm in a whole nother place. It's been really helpful. Like you said, it's maintenance. And that's all you really needed, man. Because when you, when you and I first started working together, um, like, let's face it, most athletes, including myself, when I was done playing football, most athletes, once they're done with their sport, they have absolutely no idea what they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So part of what I do, part of my program is designed to like, they're here and they're like, I could go this way, I could go this way, I could go this way. And I'm like, just trying to guide them to help them find out what they really want and send them off that way. Whereas you, you already had a path picked out. Like you were already heading somewhere. And like you say, you just needed the maintenance, the tune up stuff to make sure your mind was right and you weren't getting in your own way, you know? Yeah. And it's a lifelong, it's a lifelong practice, man. And I know that, like you say, you're still working on it. Like you're going to continue to work on it. And before you know it, it's going to be second nature and then you keep adding more tools to the toolkit and it just helps you get further and further along on your path and developing into the man that you ultimately want to be and being a great father to that little boy man so i'm yeah. super proud of you man it's, it's awesome to see i can tell just by talking to you and like you got a lot of smiling going on right now but i know you're in a real <laughs> good place so yeah i'm happy to hear it, bro um so right now somewhere out in the world there's another there's another Connor Peters, you know, his season just ended, uh, whatever his sport may be, but let's like, let's just say it's football. He's done playing sports. He has no idea what he wants to do, or maybe he does. He just like, you know, needs to get out of his own way a little bit. So what advice from someone who has effectively made it out the other side, what advice would you give to any transitioning athlete right now? Um, just find someone you can talk to about what your what what your moves are. Like you're gonna have all these ideas about okay, this is good or that's good. Just but have someone that you could talk through those ideas with because when you're talking through those ideas and someone who's on the same page that knows you and knows what you like and they're gonna be able to help you realize like, yeah, man, or like, are you sure that doesn't sound like it's really you? And it might not be you. You might just be just like jumping towards something because you know it looks new and that's what I'm supposed to do now. And um, just talking through things. That's what I would say. Just talk through things. Don't uh, don't just put your head down and, and I don't know, man. Don't just, just talking through things, man. Having someone, having someone that knows you. Right. That's great advice. And then what advice would you give since you've already been through it? What advice would you give to someone specifically? I don't want to make it just about me specifically to someone who is working with someone like myself, who has been through what they've been through and is helping them get to the other side. What advice would you give 
specifically to someone who's working with me going through my program or what advice would you give to someone when they are working with um, basically like a mentor or a, or a coach or a guide to help them get through? Just be completely honest with, with the feelings that you've had. Be vulnerable because that's how you're gonna. That's how you're gonna really be able to like close that chapter and move and grow from it. Um, and if you don't know, I mean, do your best to figure out what those what those true feelings are, whether they're not good or they're they're good. I mean, you initially you're probably gonna try to avoid, you know, like vocalizing some of those those like vulnerable like anger, sad. Um, feelings, but whatever it did does, whatever you, it takes you, maybe it takes you a walk, maybe it takes, you know, write it down on a piece of paper or your place. That, there's a place where you could like be in tune and find those feelings and be able to tell someone that mentor you or whatever, do what you got to do and get those feelings out. Cause that's going to get you to a point where you could grow from it and you know what it is. And then once you know what it is and grow from it, it's not something in the back of your head where you're just like going through life, like, you know what I mean? Having this feeling, but you don't know when you know you it's just whatever you've moved on from it. And now you're focused on other things. So that would be my advice. Wow. wow. Man, so this, that's some real solid advice, man. I don't know if you even realize how powerful that advice that you just gave is because it takes someone like yourself. It takes like you're a big masculine. What are you? Six, 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 five. What you, okay. You're a big six, five, uh, division one football player and you're on here talking about the best way to help yourself move forward is to be vulnerable and allow you and allow someone in to help you like that's what it takes man and a lot of us have a problem being vulnerable and that's why we stay stuck because we think we got to handle everything on our own yeah um, and not talk about what we're going through and just by you even by you which is why i wanted to have you on today by you expressing stuff like that talking about being vulnerable by you telling your story by you talking about blocks and hurdles, internal battles that you had to fight to put yourself in position to get where you want to go. That helps someone else be like, man, well, if this guy's saying it, then for sure I can try to be vulnerable. Or I can try to like, you know what I mean? Do the inner work or like talk about things I'm going through with someone like, so that's really powerful. man. that was great advice. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely, man. Take the step because the, the only goal is being the best you. <laughs> yes, sir. And you're on that track. And then on that note, how can, you know, people get in touch with you just to connect with you or follow along on your journey? Any social media you want to plug or anything like that? Um, I'm not too big on social media, man. I got Instagram, but I keep that for my close ones. Um, mm -hmm. And I don't really post my story on it, like, you know, like that. So if you want to, you know, want to reach out, hit me up on LinkedIn. Okay. I respect right. that. Man. I'm the same way. I'm low key. I'm yeah. Like, you know, you're handling business right now. So you're not too worried about, you know, I understand. I get it. So yeah, yeah. reach out to Connor Peters on LinkedIn. If you or reach out to me, you know, I'll have my people get in touch with his people and they'll get in touch with your people. <laughs> you know, he's big time now, you know. So you gotta <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, before I let you go, I just want to thank you again for coming on, you know, and sharing your story because I think you and I connected because you saw another interview that I did with with another athlete I was working with, something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, so, she was a basketball player, and then I was like, Man, I gotta connect with this guy. Right. So just imagine like someone watching your story, what this is going to do for a lot of people, man. So I really appreciate that. And I want to really acknowledge you and thank you for um, allowing me to to help you, to guide you, allowing me to deliver the program to you because it takes two to tango. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I've been on calls before. I've had to like 
stop working with people because I'm delivering the program to a brick wall. You know what I mean? So um, it takes something. It takes being vulnerable, like you said, in order to get the results, in order to help yourself get where you want to go. So I just want to acknowledge you and say thank you for allowing me to grow as a coach and for being willing to put into work, to put your, put in the work, to put yourself in position. And uh, I'm really proud of you, man. And I'm excited to see how your journey unfolds over the next few years. And um, I'm looking forward to, you know, staying in touch and continuing to build with you and just seeing how I can help and how we can help one another, my man. So thanks again. Appreciate it. Let's go. Yeah. Thanks, man. Thank you. At the same time, you know how much you've done. That's crazy. Man. Yes, sir. All right, CP. I'm going to let you go, man. You have a great day. Enjoy the movies with the fam. And uh, I'll talk to you later. All right, dog. All right, bro. Later.